We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Spurs Up show, best game Cox podcast on the internet. Today is Friday, April the 2nd, 2021. Today's show I give my official prediction as South Carolina travels to Foley Field this weekend in Athens, Georgia, to take on the Georgia Bulldogs as the Gamecocks look to make it back-to-back SEC series wins. I'll give my full prediction, guys. Also, we do have some notes to get into, including another South Carolina basketball player is hitting the transfer portal. I'll talk about that, what it means for Frank Martin's squad as they move through this offseason, a tumultuous offseason. That, guys, we got a packed show here on a Friday, and it's all brought to you by our friends over at Upstate Movers Group. Guys, Upstate Movers Group, superior moving service. They bring care and attention the companies can't offer because they're just too busy maintaining trucks and profiting off of them instead of focusing on service. Guys, service is what separates Upstate Movers Group from the competition. They're not a trucking company. They're a moving services company, and they're also employee-owned co-op. Their movers are paid twice the industry average, and everyone on the crew is invested in your success. They have dedicated professional crew members, and they also offer black glove service. They offer end-to-end packing services, custom crating and packaging for special items, and cleaning services as well. They're founded by Greenville Natives and University of South Carolina alumni guys, so a Gamecock-owned small business. They also offer 20 years of project management moving experience, and they can offer logistics and solutions that traditional moving companies simply do not have the skills for. Guys, whether you're in the upstate or across the state of South Carolina, if you have any moving needs in 2021, be sure to check out our friends over at Upstate Movers Group. You can find them on social media at Upstate Movers Group, or of course, if you have any other questions, go to their website, upstatemoversgroup.com. That's upstatemoversgroup.com. Be sure to check them out and tell them Chris from the Spurs Up show sent you. The show's also brought to you by our friends over at My Bookie. Guys, March is here. The madness has officially begun, and it's time for you to shoot your shot and score big on the nonstop action with my bookie, guys. It doesn't matter whether you're filling out multiple brackets, betting the national championship winner, or simply looking for player and game props. My bookie has you covered, guys. You can sign up today at mybookie.ag, and when you do, use the promo code Gamecocks. Again, that's promo code Gamecocks to secure a deposit bonus up to one thousand dollars. And guys, make sure you use my promo code so they know that I hooked you up. Again, that's promo code Gamecocks to claim your first deposit bonus, guys. College ball, NBA, NHL, no matter the sport, no matter the minute my bookie puts the action in your hands with in-game live betting and with choices from thousands of lines and odds you can turn any game day into payday guys bet anything anytime anywhere with my bookie let's get it
folks. Today is Friday, April the 2nd, 2021, and today is as good a day as any to hate the Georgia Bulldogs. Folks, hope you're doing well. TGIF, I'm Chris Phillips, host the Spurs Up show. As always, appreciate you guys tuning in. Whether you're on the commute, you're in the office, maybe you've got the day off and you're starting the weekend early, folks. Hope you're doing well wherever this may find you. And again, I appreciate you all tuning in. We've got a packed show. Without further ado, let's go ahead and get right into it as the Gamecocks look to make it back-to-back SEC series wins for the first time this season. To hell with Georgia. Let me start there, folks. Like I said, it's today's as good as any day to hate the Georgia Bulldogs. But again, Carolina taking on Georgia this weekend at Foley Field in Athens. They'll get the series going tonight at Foley Field. Six o'clock first pitch, two o'clock first pitch tomorrow, and then one o'clock first pitch on Sunday, Easter Sunday. Happy early Easter to you all, by the way. But again, Gamecocks and Dogs doing bad on any time South Carolina and Georgia play each other. It doesn't matter the sport. Like I said yesterday, it can be baseball, football, basketball, badminton, tennis, you know, cornhole. It doesn't matter what sport, bass fishing. I don't care what it is. Anytime South Carolina and Georgia play, you can expect there to be some drama unfolding and the two sides absolutely hate each other. So it should be a good time. Should be a lot of fun. And guys, when I take a look at this weekend, and again, today's an exciting day. Today's an exciting Friday because not only does the series get going today, not only is it to, uh, to hell with Georgia Friday, but this is a prediction Friday. And that's why we're all here as I lock in my prediction for the Gamecocks and Dogs. Without further ado, let's go ahead and dive right into it. Because, guys, I'll tell you this. It's crazy when you just take a look at this season as a whole. Again, we're getting the month of April kicked off with this series in Athens. But when you take a look at the Gamecocks baseball season to this point, you know, it's kind of wild how it's been an up-and-down roller coaster of emotion, if you will, for especially the Gamecocks fan base. You know, you win the first 11 in a row, and fans are thinking to themselves, oh, my God, we're going to Omaha. We're never going to lose. This team's so great, yada, yada, yada. Then you hit trouble, right? You lose six in a row. And fans are saying, oh, my God, we were overrated. We overreacted. You know, this team's not even going to make the postseason. This team stinks. Now you've won the last six. And fans are back to, oh, we're so great. We're going to host. We're going to Omaha. It's just kind of funny how things have twisted and turned as we've gotten throughout this season. And I wonder if we start to hit some consistency starting this weekend. But obviously, of course, morale is extremely high and spirits are high after coming off that huge weekend sweep last weekend, you know, against the Florida Gators. And we talked about so much that three-series stretch of Texas, Vandy, and Florida and how that was the gauntlet. And you felt like you got a little bit of a break these next two weekends when you take on the University of Georgia and you take on Mizzou at home. Now, Georgia's really interesting. As I talked yesterday, you know, COVID, you know, hit Georgia as hard as any school in the sense that losing last year was detrimental for the university and for the baseball program. Because I think looking back, guys, that's probably the best Georgia baseball team that, that has been fielded since the Gordon Beckham days. I mean, since Georgia last made the College World Series with guys like Emerson Hancock, Cole Wilcox, that depth they had in the pitching staff. I mean, that was a real legit contender, guys. You guys remember in the preseason, I mean, they were ranked a top five, top 10 team. You know, Georgia was for real last year. And so the Dogs lose a ton of guys from that team last year. And the Dogs are picked to finish fifth in the SEC East. One of those, you know, I had a lot of fans ask me, Chris, is Georgia good? That's the question I've been getting this week. Chris, is Georgia good? And that's an interesting question because is Georgia ranked? No, they are not. Was Georgia picked to do anything out of the ordinary 
this season? No, they were not. But when I take a look at Georgia, like I said, guys, yesterday, it's interesting. The statistics, you know, you look at them and you're like, okay, this isn't a bad ball club. I mean, a three overall ERA, which is really good, and hitting 282 is a ball club. That's not bad. You know, they're two and four in SEC play right now. They've dropped their first two series, losing two of three in each, two of three to Tennessee, and two of three to Texas A&M. Avoided a sweep to A&M on the Sunday game, by the way. So not a great start in SEC play. But I will say this, and, I, and again, I, I know this Gamecocks baseball team will approach this series the right, right way. They're going to be fired up again. If you can't get fired up to play each and every single series in the SEC, you just simply don't have a pulse. This is SEC baseball. You can't take a weekend off. Again, when there were reporters asking Mark Kingston of, oh, how do you keep your foot on the gas pedal? And, you know, how do you keep your – like, what are you talking about? It's SEC baseball, bro. Like, if you can't get fired up to play the University of Georgia in anything, but especially baseball, and you're going on the road, you simply don't have a pulse, right? But I would tell fans this, that do not sleep on this Georgia Bulldogs team. Do not sleep on this team, because Georgia I look at as a middle, they're a middle-of-the-pack SEC ball club. And a middle-of-the-pack SEC ball club is pretty damn good, guys. I mean, just going back to the preseason, Texas A&M, just for example, got picked to finish seventh in the SEC West. Seventh, they were also projected as a regional team. That's how deep the SEC is. That's how good the SEC is. So as Mark Kingston made the point, I would tell you guys over and over, you can't take a weekend off in the SEC. Anybody can be anybody on any given weekend. With that being said, of course, you know, Georgia, like I said, lost a lot from last year. They got a lot of young guys that are depending on, especially in the pitching staff, is where things get interesting for the dogs. And like I told you guys, one of the intriguing storylines in this one, something I'll be, I'll be watching closely, is the fact that Georgia features two Southpaws on this weekend rotation. And Luke Wagner, who will pitch tonight, the freshman lefty, by the way, rolling with a freshman, 3-2 and two with a 2.95 ERA. And then Ryan Webb, who's the senior lefty, 2-0 and oh with a 1.59 ERA. They round out the rotation with a righty, Jonathan Cannon, the sophomore, 1-1 one one with a 3.07 ERA. But... I think most of us expect this Gamecocks pitching staff to do its thing. I, you know, I, I know there's probably going to come – there's going to come a point this season because it's just baseball, you know what I mean, where there's going to be a weekend where your, your hitting's got to pick up your pitching. You know, that was another question I had yesterday. Can your pitching maintain this level of dominance? You know, I, I mean, the way your guys are throwing it from your starters, your relievers, everybody involved. The way your guys are throwing it has been downright impressive, to say the least. Can they continue? Can they stay hot in that way? The question each and every single weekend for this team, though, and really around college baseball, this is what every team is asking itself, will the bats show up this weekend? And, you know, I say that and also saying, are you going to face anyone from this Georgia staff that's better than anything you've seen the last three weeks? No, I don't think so. I really don't. I think when you look at Kumar Rocker, Jack Leiter, Ty Madden, Tommy Mace, that Florida staff, I don't think you'll see anything better than what you've seen the last three weeks. But that doesn't mean you still can't be beat. Because when you talk about these two lefties on Friday, Saturday, they're not going to blow you away. You know, they're not going to show you anything you haven't seen the last two weeks. But can South Carolina's hitters make the adjustment? And can they not just make the adjustment, of course, game to game or at bat to at bat, but pitch to pitch? 
you know, baseball is just simply a game of adjustments. Whoever does a better job of making adjustments in-game, in-at-bat, pitch-by-pitch, that's the team that generally wins the baseball game, bottom line, because it's purely a game of adjustments. And so when I take a look at this South Carolina team, you know, I, I know a lot of people are going to look at this series and say, oh, sweep, automatic. Georgia's not good. They're not ranked. You know, we should beat them. We should sweep them. And I just tell you guys this, and I caution you this, and South Carolina certainly might sweep. I'm not saying they can't. Again, the Gamecocks' arms, I think, are going to give them a chance to win all three games. And again, morale is high. You just swept Florida. His team's more than capable of earning the sweep. But be careful going on the road in the SEC. Weird things can happen. And again, I don't think Georgia is that bad of a ball club. By the way, I just want to mention Georgia's coming off a 2-0 win over Clemson on Tuesday night. Appreciate them doing that. And also, hey, they're not bad at the plate. Guys like Riley King, Connor Tate, the leaders of that squad. Riley King, a guy I mentioned yesterday. I feel like he's been there for 20 years. It's crazy. But when I take a look at this series again, like I said, guys, there's going to come a weekend where the hitting's got to pick up the pitching. And I'm not saying it's going to be this week. I'm not saying it's going to be next weekend. But at some point, that's going to happen. And when South Carolina runs into that, will they be able to rely on their bats? You know, will they be able to rely on their sluggers? I want to see the South Carolina bats start to build some consistency and really get things rolling starting tonight. Again, it's all about making the adjustments and having the right approach. Again, you're facing lefties on back-to-back days, Friday and Saturday. That's going to shuffle the lineup a little bit. You're probably going to see Wes Clark play first. David Mendham probably will not be in the lineup because they don't like him against lefties and for obvious reasons. So, you know, I, I just wonder what is the approach going to be like? And I trust they will make that adjustment, but you're going to have to. You're going to have to. It's not, you're not facing Florida again. It's not just going to be power arm on power arm and power. And that's not to say that Georgia doesn't have those guys, but not nearly to the level that Florida or, or Vandy had, obviously, or Texas for that matter. That being said, when it comes to this series, you know, South Carolina's a team right now, ton of momentum, playing with a ton of confidence. They're having fun. You know, I saw a team last weekend against Florida that just flat out had fun. And again, is doing enough offensively. Of course, you had 20 hits Friday night. Saturday and Sunday cooled off a little, but of course, you did more than enough to win those games. But a team that, you know, I think we're starting to figure out its identity offensively. You know, I don't think this is a team that necessarily lives and dies by the home run, but the power game is certainly a big part of their game. You know, we saw the difference in South Carolina playing at Texas versus playing at Founders Park, right? I mean, there's just no, there's just no comparison. I mean, that Sunday game where Carolina scored, what, eight runs against Florida? They might have got shut out in Texas. I mean, that's how, that's how much of a pitcher-friendly park that is in Austin. I and mean, when you take a look at Foley Field, might have cold weather tonight. Is the ball really going to be flying? You know, I, I think that favors, of course, a pitching duel. And you feel good about Thomas Farr in the bump every single time he trots out there. I mean, hey, look at – just compare the strikeout numbers, by the way. I mean, listen to this. This is a crazy stat that I just somehow glossed over. Thomas Farr on the season has recorded 45 strikeouts. Luke Wagner, who's he, who he's facing tonight, the freshman lefty for Georgia, 13 strikeouts. So you talk about a guy that's pitching the contact. 
I mean, 13 Ks compared to 45 for Thomas Farr. I mean, it's just not even comparable. It's not even close. I thought it was interesting also, South Carolina, with their probable pitching rotation they released on Thursday, did leave Sunday as a TBA. Guys, I think it's going to be Will Sanders. I'd be absolutely shocked if it's not. I'd be shocked if it's not Will Sanders. I don't know if this is gamesmanship or if they're really considering starting somebody else like Brett Carey or Andrew Peters, but I'd be shocked if it's not Will Sanders on Sunday. But again, with that being said, this is a Gamecocks baseball team that is playing with a ton of confidence. You know, everything's clicking right now, right? Like I said, baseball is a humbling game. There are those who are humbled and those who are about to be. And right now, you're on the upswing. You know, you're playing well. You're having success. The baseball gods seem to be in your corner right now. Uncle Mo is in your dugout. Can the Gamecocks carry that on the road into Athens? I think they will. I think South Carolina will. I think South Carolina wins this series. However, I do think I'm going to predict. I know everybody's going to be predicting a sweep. Everybody's going to be picking South Carolina to sweep. But I'm telling you guys, and I hate to give Georgia, trust me, I hate to give them any type of credit. But it would not shock me to see Georgia steal one. And like I said, that, that's not me saying that this South Carolina baseball team isn't capable of sweeping. They 110% are. I mean, if all three of your starters do what we know they're capable of and your guys out of the pen keep doing their thing, there's no reason you can't sweep this series. But again, it's baseball. You know, you're going to – it's a round ball with a round bat. It's, an, it's, a, it's a random game you're going to run into adversity at some point. You'd just be foolish and naive to not think so. So I think South going to listen. I think they get the series win. I think the Gamecocks win two out of three. And you got a really important next two weekends upcoming. Because we talked about the gauntlet. You know, starting off the SEC with Vandy and Florida. And you came out of that two-week stretch four and two, which if you'd have asked any South Carolina fan, any reasonable South Carolina fan. If you just said, hey, you'll be four and two out of the first two weekends in SEC play. How you feel about that? Dude, they would have signed up for that in a heartbeat. I mean, in a heartbeat. Four and two against v Vandy in Florida? Yeah, we'll take that for sure. But now you got a really important next two-week stretch upcoming with two series that you feel like you should be favored in. With... Georgia on the road this weekend, and then Missouri at home. That I, I'll go ahead and tell you guys, you feel like at minimum you want to win two of three, and it feels very sweepable being at Founders Park. I think South Carolina, I don't want to give away my prediction for next weekend, you know, this far ahead. But if I had to pick right now, I'll tell you this. I think South Carolina will sweep one of the next two weekends. I don't think it will be this weekend, though. Going on the road, like I said, it would not shock me at all if Georgia stole one. If they stole that Sunday game, heck, maybe even the Saturday. So, again, with that being said, I think South Carolina keeps the momentum going. I think they win their second straight series. I think the pitching continues to do its thing. you know. And I think your bats offensively, I think you'll have a solid weekend. But like I said, would not shock me to see the dogs steal one. This is not a bad Georgia team. Are they one of the upper echelons? Are they one of the elites? Are they up there with Vandy, Florida, Arkansas, Mississippi State? Absolutely not. But like I said, guys, there are no off weekends in the SEC. And when you go on the road, 
And I tell Gamecock fans right now, if South Carolina could leave Athens winning two out of three, you should be ecstatic. Anytime you're going to go on the road and win two out of three, that's a big deal. It has even more value than winning two out of three. That's like sweeping at home, honestly, I think. Winning two out of three on the road. So again, I think the Gamecocks continue to do their thing. I think they're going to continue to play great baseball and approach the game the right way and, and do everything they need to do to be successful. Again, it just would not shock me at all if Georgia steals one. And for that reason, I'm picking the Gamecocks to win two out of three this weekend, but hey, improve to six and three in the SEC, which is pretty damn good through, two, through uh, three weekends, I should say. So again, I got the Gamecocks winning two out of three in Athens. I don't know which one I think they'll lose. And again, like I said, I want to make it very clear. South Carolina is more than capable of sweeping this weekend. But with the randomness of baseball, you're going to hit adversity at some point. And on the road against a Georgia team that I'm sure we all know is hungry to get a Series W, it would not shock me at all if this is a really tight series, a really highly contested series. And again, anytime South Carolina and Georgia meet on the field of play to matter the sport, you can expect there to be a lot of dramatics. You can expect it to be high intensity and a lot of bitterness on both sides. So, but I do think the Gamecocks came out, come out on the right side. Again, I got the, the Gamecocks getting the series W, taking two out of three games in Athens against Georgia. So again, that's my prediction. Lock it in. Gamecocks take two of three. Should be a lot of fun again tonight. First pitch at six o'clock. First pitch tomorrow at two. And then Sunday, Easter Sunday at one o'clock. And again, the live watch-along streams for all three games, guys. I'll be going live tonight at 5.45, tomorrow at 1.45, and then Sunday at 12.45. Guys, you can follow along there on Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube is where you can watch that. Again, the live watch-along streams, if you're not familiar, are literally just me sitting there watching the game and you guys watching along and taking your questions and having a good time, hopefully watching the Gamecocks get three Ws this week. And all right, guys, that's going to do it for me. Before we wrap it up, though, one quick note that I didn't get to yesterday in more men's basketball news, TJ Moss has announced that he is hitting the transfer portal. And you know what? I'm just going to be very blunt and very honest. I don't think there are many Gamecock fans that are losing sleep over it. I'll be totally honest with you. You know, it's crazy. I thought TJ Moss, you know, was much better this past season. But just a guy who had a very, very, very up and down, inconsistent career, and uh, like I said, I, I don't think I don't think there are many Gamecock fans that are all that upset um, or going to lose much sleep over him leaving. But it, it's crazy because, and I'll say this, and then we'll wrap it up. It's crazy because we sit here right now. It is Friday, April the second, two thousand twenty-one. Roy Williams announced his retirement yesterday, but. On the South Carolina side of things, it's Friday, April the 2nd, 2021, and we still have no clue what is going on in the Frank Martin saga. I mean, it just feels flat-out irresponsible at this point. I don't know. I don't even want to spend time talking about men's basketball. It's just depressing. I'll be totally honest with you. And that's no way to go into the weekend. But again, guys, thank you so much for tuning in again. I got the Gamecocks taking two out of three this weekend in Athens. Hopefully, hey, hopefully they can prove me wrong and get the sweep. Who knows? But again, should be a lot of fun, guys. Like I said, tune in the live watch-along streams to keep up with everything. And of course, we'll have the content rolling all weekend along. But again, guys, thank you so much for the love support. You guys made this a very successful week once again. And I'll leave you with this. To hell with Georgia. Go Cox. Beat the dogs. And we'll talk to you on Monday.
For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, For the ones who get it done.